0: Everyone, Welcome back to part two of how to raise your frequency or how to raise your vibration, your vibrational frequency. Originally, I was just planning on having two parts to how to raise your vibration. However, after recording this multiple times and needing an upgrade on my phone and my equipment, I now have part one, part one and a half you're going to be watching part two and then part two and a half. So I want to apologize for all of the confusion. So I hope that you enjoy and thank you for watching. Let's recap quickly what we talked about in that very long part one video. Remember everything on the planet and in the solar system beyond, whatever we don't know about, everything has a vibrational frequency. Everything is energy. So like we talked about objects, can have some sort of level of vibrational frequency, animals, the planet, plants, and of course, humans. So we want to raise our vibrational frequency as high as we possibly can, and these videos are meant to help you. And this will help you in your transition from the third dimensional to the fifth dimensional worlds and beyond. Remember, just keep going up. (laughs) Keep raising that vibration. The next thing that you can do to help raise your vibrational frequency is what I'm just going to refer to as personal work. I think what might be helpful for you is to simply write down a list of things about yourself. Start with the positives, all of the things that you know that you're strong in, all of the things that you really like and love about yourself that is good to note because that's what you really want to know is these are my strengths and i do have them i'm not just negative thought negative thought negative thought i have all of these positive qualities and if you really are struggling with things about yourself that are positive go to somebody close to you and ask them not like my mom said i was a nice person (laughs) true But what you should do is really start asking other people if you really are at that point where you can't see any positives in yourself. Positives are good to see. Then you also do wanna recognize some of the qualities about yourself that you do wanna change going forward. Things that, again, in that self-talk moment, you wanna flip that script. So in regards to personal work, we're starting with behaviors. So do a self-assessment. And just assess those behaviors that are negative and adjust them as needed. So this could be anything negative. So it could be your anger. It could be fear. It could be any sort of thing that you don't like about yourself that you feel that you really do need to change. Do you think that you're really just not a nice person? I mean, there are a lot of things that you could say about yourself, but... It is nice to sometimes hear from other people their perspective as well because they can really help you change some of the negatives on your list and see yourself in a different light. Because sometimes we are our own worst enemies and our own harsh critics and we tend to bring ourselves down the most. So hearing from other people some positives are really good. But also know that in the 3D body and our 3D selves, especially if you're at the beginning of your soul journey and you're still learning ways that you can change yourself, there is something to be said about the seven deadly sins. Because we are human in human nature, the humanity part of us, the real 3D part that can sometimes have that negative component, is really the part that is tempted by sin or given to sin. But even if you think of the least of the problems in the seven deadly sins, like lying, if you find yourself lying a lot or lying enough, why are you doing that and how can we change it? Or if you're lying and you're seeing the lying as a white lie or as something that's a good thing because you're helping somebody else, again, we all need to just simply Self-assess what we think we need to change about ourselves to raise our frequencies and to love ourselves because how can we really send love out to the world if we're not even doing the work within ourselves? So making sure that we're filling ourselves with that green love light that you're supposed to be sending out to other people or white light and protection and love Fill yourself with that and make sure that you like yourself as a person and that you love yourself going forward so that you can give that love to others and to the planet and to animals because we all love animals. <laughs> it's my own little thing there. Okay. Also with personal work, when I when I do have time to talk to you about past lives and life in between lives and what's happening with our soul selves when we are not in our 3D physical bodies. I'll get more into this. I just feel like I have to touch on this just a little bit right now. Karma. Not everyone has karma anymore. There has been a lot of change since since the shift in 2012. A lot of positive change, a lot of light has come out of the shift, and it's continuing to come out. So, the more light and positivity we have, the less of the negative stuff that we have. And in regards to karma or karmic cycles, I'll get more into this too. I'll do a separate episode on the shift and what that really meant in regards to revelation, in regards to our future, in regards to prophecy not existing anymore. So karma is really something that we don't all have, but something that we do tend to have is guilt. So that might be something that you need to work out or trauma or anything else from your past in this lifetime that you can remember. Think about relationships that you've had in this life. Think about things that you are holding things, things that you feel bad about doing or saying or thinking or anything that you feel guilty about and just let that go. So in regards to relationships and doing personal work, This is really important as well because I know I was of the camp where before I even started knowing about the shift or anything like that, I just, I knew that this was going to be my last lifetime. I knew it and I knew it and I knew it and I knew that like I didn't want karma. Hell, (laughs) H-E double hockey sticks, no, was I going to have karma. So I tried my best to make relationships work in my life, whether they were friendships or romantic relationships because i didn't want karma and even when those things ended i made it clear i didn't want karma so i tried my best to mend those relationships before i really knew much about this so now that i know what really happens there are things that you might feel guilty about or things that you might have done but it could have been somebody else's karma something that they were supposed to go through and you were just a person on their path that was supposed to do something so that they could learn a lesson if you're watching this it it can mean that you are an older soul because you're drawn to be learning this stuff right now but because i specifically have asked the universe for an audience of all levels Some of you might be seriously new to this. So until I do a video on past lives and soul agreements and karma, and you learn more about this, something that you can focus on is how to break those toxic relationships. Even if you're going through them now, you can get help, get people to help you. But if it's a toxic relationship or a traumatic situation that you've had in the past, and you're trying to heal it because you don't want karma or you just want to move past it and you want to let it go. So just like your fear, you want to let go all the negativity of your past. You want to heal your traumas and heal those past relationships. I know that I'd be preaching to the choir if I told you that by reaching out to a person that was in your life that you're not friends with anymore, you're not in a romantic relationship anymore, there is that chance that that person will try to come back into your life. So I'm not gonna suggest that in every situation that's what you need to do. But in some cases, just sending a letter, an old school letter. Sit down and handwrite a letter or type it out and send it to somebody in the mail email them send them a text send them something but if you really need to let go of that relationship do it and just let it be done because chances are if it was a real negative person that you're trying to move away from they are going to come back at you with anything that they can do to try to get you back in their lives so if it's that case Send it out to them if that's what you feel right to do and do not respond to anything you get in return and maybe not even not even engage in it. Or there are some other ways that you can do this remotely without actually having to call somebody and just say your piece. You can do it through prayer. You can send that, let's say it was a traumatic situation in your life. Remember, in, when we are not in the three-dimensional world, Time doesn't exist in the same way as it does in the 3D world. So you can actually send light and love to events in the past and help heal that situation today by sending it positivity in the past. You can also send, maybe if it was a relationship, that person. Remember, no negativity. Send them your prayers, your wishes, light, love, healing, wish them the best and that's what you want to do and just let it go and sometimes as well you can also think about these relationships being connected to you by strings so someone had once told me that I was like a, a spider in a web that I had so many strings attached to me and it was just really bringing me down so what I had to do was cut some of the ties to the past so you can do that through Imagery so remember guided imagery or guided meditation or just simply using the imagery in your head Because if you go there in the mind you go there in the body and you go there in the soul on your soul journey So if I were to just close my eyes right now and think about a string that's connected to me to somebody else and Feel that connection and not wanting that toxic relationship anymore in my life or not wanting that connection I can envision myself cutting that string with maybe a very large pair of scissors. (laughs) Um, Also if you're religious, a lot of people that work with angels will call on the Archangel Michael to come down with his sword to sever that string. And that's actually what I do because I, I like working with Michael. But everybody has their own religious beliefs and their own ways of doing things. So if you do have a religious belief that's different, there could be something in your belief system where you can just simply um, ask for help from the other side to distance yourself from that person, but to wish them love and light, and that's all you need. Or send that traumatic situation healing, whatever it was. So personal work, again, you can do this remotely, but if you do do this by reaching out to somebody This is all going to depend on your specific situation. And if you feel like you're in danger by contacting somebody or that it could come back to you in a negative way, do it remotely. Remote work is always a way. There's always a way to do this. There's even remote healing. Everything you can do, you can do remotely. So if you feel more comfortable resolving your karmic past or resolving your past negative relationships in the comfort of your own home or wherever it is that you feel safe. Do it that way, imagine it all happening, or use some of your own personal religious or spiritual beliefs to help you. Okay, so that was personal work. So next we're going to talk about how music can help you raise your vibrational frequency so when i was younger i might have started to notice this when i was a lot younger than this but i remember when i was in my teenage years uh, that was when the 90s music was really popular and grunge and i listened to all that too but i remember telling my friends that there was something about some of the 80s music especially hairband music but a lot of the 80s music really i felt like I felt inside of me, like I felt that it touched me in a different way. So it was, I couldn't really put words to it because I didn't really understand it at the time, but I felt music in my body. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So there are these things called solfeggio frequencies, and they were created for John the Baptist by some Gregorian monks. They were hidden away for years, and then finally, quite recently, I believe, they were rediscovered. Solfeggio Frequencies Dr. Paleo came across a book on Gregorian chants by Professor Emeritus Appel, who reported that 152 chants were apparently missing from the Catholic Church, the chants were based on the ancient original scale of six musical notes called the solfeggio. The origin of the solfeggio arose from a medieval hymn to John the Baptist. For more than 200 years, researchers have been validating the connections of sound and vibrations on physical form. Dr. Candice Pert, Ph.D., states, Energy and vibration go all the way to the molecular level as molecules begin to vibrate. The chromosomes open and exposes the DNA to the frequencies. When we do toning, drumming, chanting, or tuning forks, it can be a way to direct energy for transformational purposes. And now the alternative healing movement is really pushing for more solfeggio frequency music because we realize that these frequencies all correspond to our different resonations of our chakras in our body. So for instance, remember I told you, um, your crown chakra resonates at about 963 Hertz. So the solfeggio frequencies for 963 will help advance your crown chakra. And that's what will help you grow spiritually and raise your vibrational frequency to help you connect to the other side. So listening to these frequencies, you can feel them throughout the body. And also certain musical tones correlate with the different chakras in the body to help them grow and be cleansed. But it's good to know, again, which frequencies correlate with which chakra and what that chakra does so that you know which ones that you really want to grow. And remember your heart chakra is something that you also want to grow because you want to help heal others with your heart chakra. So I'll show you the chart again, but there are also different hurts that you can listen to together. So the solfeggio frequencies do help your body to heal and do help you to expand your chakras throughout the body. There's also music that they call binaural beats that you can listen to as well. And binaural beats are just competing frequencies that tell neurons to do different things throughout the body, and this is really cool. I wanna do another video on how binaural beats can help you remember when you astral travel. That's pretty cool too when you're sleeping, but They're very similar in what they do because they're targeting different areas of the body to help you heal and to be able to do different things. And that's what we want, right? Uh, We want to be able to control our mind and our body, and that's going to help you. Because there's so much more that we can do with our minds, so much that we have control over that we're not even aware of. But music is a good place to start because, again, we're going to go back to the idea that this is music to raise your vibrational frequency. So when I first started listening to these frequencies, I want to say around 2015, and I started listening to them when I had a new friend come into my life. Remember, again, like attracts like, and I started listening to this music. So what I did was, I had been getting aura pictures, aura photography done for about 15 years at the time. And not all of it was full body, but I would say about 10 years of full body reports, at least once a year, sometimes twice, depending on how often I went. So I had a pretty good idea of what my base looked like. Now your aura is going to change from time to time, and especially as you're raising your vibrational frequency, if I'm trying to help you get to the white light or to the violets and to open your third eye, which is for foresight and for psychic abilities. But really we want to be able to open up this top part and there are more than seven chakras. We just, we're learning more about that as we go, but let's just focus on the seven. Again, I'll do a video on my own spiritual journey, but as I was progressing on my spiritual journey, I had a huge jump after I started going to spiritual development classes and really pushing myself to connect with the other side. But prior to that, when I first started going to these classes, again, the the focus of a spiritual development class is to really just advance spiritually and to connect to the other side. So again, I should have been focusing on my top portion of my chakras. But silly me thought it was a good idea to, at the time, do some experimenting with sulfeggio frequencies because I had noticed a pattern throughout the 10 years of me getting the body shots. (laughs) So I had noticed a pattern with my bottom three chakras, especially. So over the 10 years, my bottom three chakras were closed. The bottom three chakras are your solar plexus, which is beneath the heart chakra and that's your seat of power. And you can see progressively that my root, the bottom chakra was always the smallest. So right below the solar plexus is the sacral chakra. And then below that is your root chakra. And that's what really connects you to the earth. So I figured with this pattern of 10 years of very small root, sacral and solar plexus chakras, that if I started listening to these frequencies, for these specific chakras. So if I started listening to frequencies that would help these specific chakras grow and expand, then I would know for myself that the solfeggio frequencies were working, that listening to solfeggio frequencies and binaural beats for these certain chakras would actually work and help me. So it was just a personal experiment. I wasn't even thinking about using it in a long-term result, but again, This is another example of how maybe I was just meant to do that because since then, I've been able to help people by explaining how this music really does help. So over a period of four months, I listened to mostly, I mean, occasionally I would do all seven chakras, but for the most part, I was focusing on just solfeggio frequencies and binaural beats for the lower three chakras. So I would listen to this when I would go for walks, I was living in Salem at the time, downtown. I love being outside. I love the history. So going for walks, it was just a really good time for me to just listen. I would listen to them when I was driving and I would listen to them while I was sleeping at night. So it was a period of four months and I figured, you know, hey, let me just go get my body shot done again to see if this has made any changes. Meanwhile, remember, I wasn't Connecting the two, I wasn't even thinking about it. Silly me. I was going to these spiritual development classes where I was trying to connect with the other side. So I went to my spiritual development teacher has a shop in Salem. Her name is Reverend Barbara Safransky and she has Angelica of the Angels or Angels Landing in Salem, Mass. And they do have aura photography there so if you live in the area that's a great place to go they do readings for you they explain it to you and i would definitely get the full body because then you can see all of your chakras and how open they are and your picture is going to look just like the picture i have on the screen so i went and barbara took my full body um aura shot and this is what happened so basically listening to the solfeggio frequencies and the binaural beats really made my bottom three chakras explode like they've never been before. Like, I mean, again, 10 years of really small bottom three chakras to all of a sudden it took over my entire aura. I couldn't even believe it. But I was sad. I mean, yeah, I proved my point that, yeah, this, I mean, I learned for myself that these frequencies do work. But on the same note, I wanted to cry because (laughs) I was going to these advanced spiritual development classes with some amazingly connected people that do readings, that are connected, that are mediums. And I really was hoping that I would grow spiritually, which I was, but it wasn't what I wanted. So what I noticed is as my bottom chakras grew, you can see in the picture, my upper chakras sort of came in a little bit and that's not what i wanted so i actually almost cried there with her i don't think she knew that at the time but i was ready to cry because i was really sad that i didn't have a bright white aura because i had been listening to these frequencies so i ditched the bottom three frequencies right away like you wouldn't believe And I started working on my upper chakras again. And then eventually I felt comfortable enough to listen to all of them, but really um, was not cool with that. But like, anyway, it does show you that listening to these frequencies can have a profound effect on your body. So just listening to this type of music is gonna help you raise your vibrational frequency. But remember, you wanna be able to raise it. So the higher the hertz you're listening to, the better. I mean, honestly, like, your solar plexus is your seat of power, but I would say to focus on your heart chakra and go up. So, I, I mean, five, anything from the 500s and above or 600s and above is really going to help you. I would say 500s and above is fine. Um, but anyway, that's just going to help you with growing spiritually. Hey everyone, Liz Lovegood here. I wanted to thank you personally for listening to this podcast. If you could take a few moments to subscribe and rate this podcast, it would be extremely helpful in helping this podcast grow. Also, if you could share this with others, it would be very helpful as well. If you would like more information about the topics presented or if you would like to reach out, check us out at lovegoodholistic.com where I will be posting the videos of the podcast that you're listening to. My email information and contact information is up there as well. So again, that's lovegoodholistic.com. And if you really want to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, you can go to the link in the descriptor below, which is anchor.fm connected5d support. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy. So let's get back to music. This goes beyond solfeggio frequencies and binaural beats. Those do help you raise your frequency naturally. However, prior to your knowledge of this, you might just simply listen to music. Let's get to that. Like like music that you might listen to that's so powerful that it invokes emotions. So listening to music that makes you feel good is is not gonna hurt you, except what I do need you to start thinking about is the language in music or song lyrics. So getting back to the idea of the secret or of language and how that affects your being, not just your being, but your future. The other side, the negativity on the other side, or beings that are negative, that want to harm us, have used their power and control to use language to target us. <music> to have us do things that we don't want to do, or bring into being things that aren't good for us. Now, this doesn't always happen consciously, but what you really should do is start doing assessment of your life. So as you're listening to song lyrics, what are those lyrics telling you? And when you're watching shows or movies or YouTubers, how are you feeling? inside about again, resonation, but how does that movie, that TV show, that documentary make you feel inside things that you're reading? And I'm going to go into detail more about this. I'll do certain types of episodes on these things, but language is something that I'm, is, is really important when it comes to manifestation and hurting or harming somebody versus healing and helping somebody. So if you're anything like me and you like listening to music but you also go further because you like singing along a lot like karaoke style you're really giving the words more meaning but even so just listening to the lyrics and even singing along in your head or just listening and taking it all in Is going to create a change whether you want that change consciously or not because remember the subconscious will bring into being whatever you're telling it whether consciously you want it or not it's taking in what you're saying listening to or giving it And it's thinking that that's what your body needs, or that's what it's sending out into the universe to bring to you. Now I'm giving this as simply one example. I will tell you, I already had to give up running with the devil, even though I love that song, just because it's just not calling into being what I really want for my life. Like we talked about with the TV show evil and the previous video, it was hard for me not to say I love evil. Or I love, I watch this other show called Lucifer. I love Lucifer or I love evil. That doesn't sound right. And when I say it, it doesn't resonate with how I really feel. So I had to remember to say every time I would say I love something in conversation, I would say I love the TV show evil or I love the TV show Lucifer to make sure that I'm using TV show so I'm not just constantly saying I love evil and I love Lucifer if you get what I mean. So getting back to lyrics and song lyrics, I wanted to bring up Broken by Lovely the Band because I love the beat to this song. It's something that I would really wanna dance to or I'd be super excited to learn the lyrics to, except every time this song would come on, when it first came out, I would have to change the radio station. I still do. I will not listen to this song because of the lyrics. And if I'm forced to listen to the song, I, let's say I'm in a grocery store and it's playing or like I'm in a department store and it's playing something like that where you can't control that you're listening to this type of music or the lyrics. It's not me saying like, I don't like the band or I don't like the song, it's the lyrics. And this is where sometimes lyrics can be harmful. If I'm forced to listen to it, I change the lyrics in my, in my head and I try to say it louder than I can actually hear it in my head or out loud. So the lyrics of broken, I'm just going to give you the chorus here. If you don't know the song or you're not familiar, the chorus lines go, I like that you're broken, broken like me. Maybe that makes me a fool. I like that. You're lonely, lonely like me. I could be lonely with you. Now in regards to the subconscious mind and it's in your ability to manifest, when you're saying broken, just in this chorus alone, broken is mentioned twice, lonely is mentioned twice, and fool is mentioned once. Those are your heavy loaded words that the subconscious mind is going to focus on. It's not gonna ask your conscious self as it's listening to a song if that's something you really want for yourself. It's going to call it into being, especially if you're singing along and you're whatever the song is, And you're really connecting with it in what this person is going through. Now, we can all relate to having some sort of relationship or feelings about those relationships. But just try in the future to pay attention to language that is used in everything that you take in. Whether it's books, movies, television, documentaries, the news. I'm not even going to go there right now. And music especially because this is something that sort of slips by you. And when you listen to music in the radio, many times it's when you're in those relaxed alpha states or even when you're driving and that's when hypnosis occurs, when you're highly relaxed and your conscious mind isn't focused on it. So it lets these things slip into your subconscious and that's when you start calling these things into your being. So the word broken, I wanted to use this as an example because if you're telling your subconscious broken, words can mean different things. Your subconscious recognizes this. But broken is extremely loaded because (laughs) broken means like to break, to break your heart. Um, Broke is in having no money, as in broken down, maybe on the side of the road, maybe as a person. To break anything, you don't want any of those types of words floating around in your subconscious for a period of a song and just letting it lapse in your head all day. You don't want that. Also, fool isn't a great word for your subconscious to take in. It's, again, going to keep you at that level where your self-talk is, I'm so stupid, that kind of a thing. And then lonely, what? What? I like that you're lonely, lonely like me. Again, taking in the fact that I'm lonely and I'm sad and I'm by myself and I'm alone and I have nobody there to help me. But remember, even when you're at your loneliness, you still have your team of spirit guides. Whether you can see them or not, they're there with you. And the angels and even at my own personal loneliness I know that I can take comfort in the fact that they're there with me and that God is with me. You are never alone. So I've been trying to personally be aware of when songs come on that have an extreme negativity to them and trying to change the station or if I'm forced to listen to it, change the phrases. So when I like that "You're broken, broken like me comes on, I try to change the phrase too. I like that you're rich, rich like me, or I like that you're happy, happy like me, and then you can change the lyrics in your head, make them louder than the song, and just don't let the subconscious pay any attention to it. Just let it go. You'll be surprised at how much of the music that you take in or the words that you see throughout your day or even on television or things that you're seeing, saying, feeling, you're manifesting to some degree or you're you're not conscious of, but it's coming at you. So try to be mindful of that. There's a really good movie that one of my friends was trying to get me to watch. I'll put the movie trailer on my playlist. But it was funny because I spent a lot of time watching movies, especially scary movies and sci-fi movies growing up because I lived in hill towns and my friends lived miles away. So watching movies was my thing. So for some reason, I thought I had seen the movie she was talking about, but I hadn't. And it was called They Live. It's definitely worth the watch, especially with what we're going through right now as a global consciousness. Everyone's waking up and there is some humor to it, but it's also a little it's not really for kids. But if you haven't seen it, I just remember I was watching it recently for the first time and I recognized one of the main characters. And I was like, oh my God, where do I know him from? And I had to look it up on my phone. I was like, oh my God, it's Roddy Piper from the WWF or whatever it used to be. The WWE, it's changed so much throughout the years, but back in the day when I was a kid. So it was just super funny because it's just an older movie, older movie, but it's definitely worth the watch. And later on, I'll do videos in the future on fake news and intent and control and things that we are waking up to as a global consciousness, as we wake up out of the third dimensional world in our transition to the fifth dimensional world. So yes, this, a lot of this stuff is true, but only take what resonates with you because Fear is something that we don't want at all. So if it's something that you can't hold right now or you can't believe in or it's going to bother you, let it go for now as you advance your frequency and send whatever it is love and light and peace. So a lot of times you might not be able to see things clearly or be ready to see things clearly, but naturally... The reason why I really, another reason why I felt compelled to start these videos now is because more and more people are going to start waking up to reality and starting to understand their soul purpose and how they relate to all of this, which prior to the shift or even prior to this year, um, many people that were starting to wake up went through something natural called the dark side of the soul which was, it didn't happen for everybody, but it happened for some. They Once they start, started to realize the truth of what is what reality is, and I don't personally think that it's bad because everything in our future is all positive and good, but once people started waking up, they started going through this dark side of the soul, which was a seed of depression where they really had a hard time Understanding that everything that not everything but most of the things that they grew up believing their paradigm of thought wasn't necessarily true. So, I don't want anybody to be sad, afraid, scared, or depressed. We remember positivity and other people you follow or listen to at this moment, not so much read about, but other channels or other people that are presenting as spiritual to some fashion it doesn't matter what they are if they lead with negativity you might want to really think about how that resonates with you and if you should continue to follow them because once you start learning about manifestation the more that you're getting in your head that's negative think about why that person is trying to give you this information are they trying to get you to manifest negativity or bad things happening Are they leading you down a false path? Sometimes there's a point where we know something that will definitely happen in the future. We might not know specifically what it is. So if a channeler, if somebody that's connected to the other side wants to tell you something that is a possibility for our global consciousness as a future possibility, they're going to do it with the best intent, knowing that This is our path, kind of like when people might have known that coronavirus was something that, like, prior to when this occurred, some people might have been aware that something like our pandemic was about to occur. But when you tell the masses that that's what's going to happen, when it's one of our many paths that we could possibly choose at the moment as a global consciousness, if we tell everybody hey, this is going to happen in a month. The people that you're telling are probably people that have a high frequency anyway, to some degree, and they're going to manifest whatever it is you're telling them that's negative. So we don't want any sort of negativity, unless it's something that you really need to be prepared about. But as long as you can manifest positivity for your future and for the world, and we're only going to start creating and manifesting our own personal heavens and all positive the more we can put that into the world the faster we will alchemize and our light will shine on the evil and get rid of it and we will create this life for ourselves and the faster the nightmare will be over like a dream and it'll just be gone and we'll just be happy so positive 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 on that note too i also want to say in regards to language and movies and television. You can also start assessing some of the things that you watch and take into your being too much. It's probably good to start thinking about what types of programs or television you're watching. There's a reason why they use the word programs because you could be creating something similar in your own life and calling it into your own being. So just like the songs and the Are you a professional YouTuber, podcaster, or audiobook narrator, or you're just looking to get into the biz? or any other type of creator looking for music and videos that you can easily gain subscriptions to and rights, then Soundstripe is right for you. Just click on the link below and you'll be directed to Soundstripe where you can check it out. They have a lot of music. i used it personally for all of my different platforms that I broadcast on. And I find it very easy to use and I can easily download the rights to anything that I'm using in any of my videos so that later on, 10 years down the road, no one can come after me because I have legitimate rights to the music and the videos that I'm incorporating into my own YouTube videos. Not just that, but if you go to the link below and enter LoveGood10 at checkout for 10% off in your subscription. Thank you.